Welcome back to another Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. This is our weekly series where we highlight five headlines that agents should know about. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel. Today is February 23rd, 2024, the last Friday of February, and I will take it because we are now less than a month away from the first day of spring and even less time until we start daylight savings time here in PA. But enough about that, let's get into our list. Starting off at number one, if you use Apple Music, chances are you might be a fan of the Apple Music replay that comes out on an annual basis. This week, Apple announced that they plan to offer this experience on a monthly basis moving forward, as long as users, quote, listen to enough music, end quote. Some of the things users can expect to see in those monthly replays, your top artists, albums, and songs, in addition to how many listening minutes you clocked in. And just like the annual Apple Replay and Spotify Wrapped, you'll be able to share those details with all of your friends on social media with nice, colorful, pre-made graphics. I'm curious what the threshold of music listening is to get access to a monthly replay, but I guess we'll have to see when the first one drops. And of course, it would probably be helpful if I actually used the service, but I do not. If you happen to listen enough to get one of these recaps, we would love to hear about it. So reach out and leave a message on our hotline, 1-717-562-7211. Also, because I can't help putting it out in the universe, can Spotify please do this too? and maybe throw in what I've followed during the month, I would love to look back at some of the shows I've followed that have gotten lost in my feed. Doing that on a monthly basis rather than every couple of months when I do recommendation episodes would be fantastic. So please and thank you, Spotify. Number two, small mention, but a very interesting headline from the medical side of healthcare this week. The Food and Drug Administration approved a treatment called Iloprost, sold under the brand sold under the brand name Arlumen. It's the first treatment approved for severe frostbite here in the US, decreasing the risk for finger or toe amputations in adults. Iloprost is considered a vasodilator, meaning that it prevents blood clotting by opening up blood vessels. It also lacks the bleeding risk that other frostbite treatments tend to have, and it's already been approved for use in a few other countries. File this one under a drug that I would have thought already existed here in the U.S., but apparently did not. So here's hoping that you also learned something new today. Number three, Samsung unveiled quite a few new audio features and upgrades that are coming soon to devices near you, two of which I wanted to mention here. The first, Live Translate, seems to only work between Galaxy earbuds and the new Galaxy S24 series phones, but I'm guessing it will eventually branch out. 
Like the name suggests, it can translate audio over a phone call so that you can understand what is being said to you in a different language. And then Live Translate takes your words and flips them back into the native language of the speaker on the phone. Engadget did mention in their reporting that they tested the feature and experienced a delay between speech and translation. But it is still very cool to see tech like this come to market. The second feature, and this one has so much potential, AuraCast. This technology allows sound to be broadcast from one device to multiple endpoints, like speakers or headphones. The sound is transmitted over Bluetooth and was originally designed for Samsung televisions. Tablets and phones are now being added to the list of devices that support AuraCast. And another interesting note about AuraCast, it's not just limited to Samsung products. It's actually a more broadly based technology that will be available throughout the industry eventually. The Verge mentioned that JBL and Sennheiser have speakers and headphones with AuraCast support coming out soon. I wouldn't mind something like this for when we're watching multiple movies at the same time just to avoid competing sound. And definitely for listening to a podcast at home while cleaning and the necessary flitting from room to room. As I mentioned, Samsung did announce more than just these features. You can check out the others with the links in our notes. Number four, if it seems like CMS has been on a roll publishing guidelines, notices, and drafts lately, that is because they have. On Thursday last week, they published the second part of their draft guidance on the Medicare prescription payment plan. The first part was published back in August 2023 and introduced the program and some of its workings. The second part is what was published last week, and that focuses on the finer details. Highly recommend checking that out for more info and monthly cost breakdown examples. This is another new program brought into existence by the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, not to be confused with the new manufacturer discount program that is currently set to go into full effect for the 2025 coverage year. The new prescription payment program from CMS would allow Medicare Part D beneficiaries to spread out costs over the course of the plan year. For some, that would be more beneficial than paying out a large lump sum of money for a more costly prescription. Collection of prescription payment would also move from the point of sale at the pharmacy to being collected by the Part D plan sponsor. Couple more things I want to mention here. CMS is very clear in their announcement of this payment plan. It is not a way for Part D beneficiaries to save money on their drugs. It's simply a way to disperse cost throughout the plan year to avoid paying that one large lump sum at the pharmacy, which, as we know, can end up causing additional financial hardship or skipping medication. And then also, don't forget that in addition to the new Medicare prescription payment plan, there are low-income subsidies, abbreviated as LIS or often called extra help. That is a program meant to help with financial hardship by reducing the cost of prescription drugs. 
CMS recommends running your clients through both of these programs, checking to see if they qualify for extra help, and then also letting them know about the new repayment plan. Like many other legislative drafts, CMS did include a 30-day comment period for the second part of the draft guidance on the new Medicare prescription payment plan. According to the CMS timeline of the project, they expect to release the final version of the draft this summer. And then when AEP 2025 begins on October 15th of this year, Part D beneficiaries will have the option to opt into the Medicare prescription payment plan for the 2025 coverage year. Very exciting news for our Medicare clients. We will be linking to quite a few resources around this new program in the notes. Number five, another frequent flyer here on the podcast lately. KFF recently published the results of a health tracking poll on two key healthcare issues, affordability and ACA. And no, we are not getting into politics here. But I do want to highlight a few numbers from the study that agents selling under 65 products should be aware of and what the takeaway is from those numbers. Close to three out of four adults surveyed responded that they are, quote, very worried or somewhat worried about being able to afford unexpected medical bills or the cost of healthcare services for themselves and their family, end quote. Official numbers came in at 74% on these surprise medical bills and 73% worried about healthcare costs. Those two factors topped a list that also included transportation costs, including gas, monthly utilities like electricity or heat, food, paying down debt, rent or mortgage, prescription drug costs, monthly health insurance premiums, and child care. Knowing this information and that this is an area of concern for clients with under 65 health plans, don't forget about the ways you can help your clients offset those potential costs with other coverage. Specifically, accident insurance and critical illness plans. Both can be taken out for a relatively low monthly premium, but can help to offset the cost of an incident that a family doesn't have the savings to cover. Think especially those with high deductible health plans. We will be linking to that study in the notes so you can take a look at those stats and dig in deeper if you'd like. We also have links to a few episodes on those ancillary products and cross-sale opportunities. Highly recommend reaching out to our team here at Ritter as well. We would love to chat and help you get those products added to your portfolio and get you up to speed on selling them too. We will have the link to do that online, or you can call us and leave a voicemail at 1-717-562-7211, and we will help you get connected. Also, shout out to Danica for sending this KFF poll my way, along with our sales tip this week. Danica is in charge of our under 65 division here at Ritter, and should you call in to chat about under 65 opportunities, Her team is likely who you'll end up talking to. 
Now that is all we've got for this week's episode, but please don't forget to reach out to us with feedback, whether it's on Apple Music's monthly replay or that you'd like to hear a sales tip in every Friday Five episode. We want to hear from you. We want to include content that's important to you. So please reach out and let us know. Our hotline number again is 1-717-562-7211. You can call and leave a voicemail, or you can email us at asgpodcast at ridderim.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing and fact check by Tina Lamaru. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with us wherever you like to listen. 